Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. We chat some more nutrition today here on the Kona Edge as we head back to Dallas, Texas to uh, touch base with Ben Fuquay and find out about his uh, nutrition strategy generally, what it takes uh, in the build-up to an Ironman, but also on race day. And uh, as always, this episode of The Cone Edge is brought to you by S-Fuels. If uh, every now and again a truly unique product comes along, and for far too long, triathlon nutrition has been pretty much same old, same olds. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Sugar-laden bars and drinks, you throw in a bit of salt and caffeine, and you're good to go. Yep, maybe not. If it sounds familiar, the last three years, a new company called Spike Free have been developing and testing several endurance sport fuel products. They're designed to train your body to use fat for fuel and enabling you as a triathlete to go longer and avoid the dreaded spike or bonk. They contain no sugar, no honey, syrups, sugar alcohols, no wheat or oats, cheap protein, and they also uh, help you avoid gut and GI distress, which, as you know, is very common in endurance sport. The product is called S-Fuels, and more and more triathletes are making the switch over to them, and so can you. S-Fuels was recently launched in the ultra-running space, and uh, to say the response has been phenomenal is an understatement. You're running out of time if you want to get your free box of S-Fuels bars. If you're in the United States and you want to check them out, all you need to do is click on the link in your podcast player or in the show notes of this episode of The Cone Edge, and they'll send you a free box. They'll even cover shipping, so absolutely free. You've got nothing to lose. Alternatively, what you can do is just text the word SFUELS, that's S-F-U-E-L-S, to 44222, and and I'll send you the details right back. I'll send you the coupon code and the link where you can redeem that coupon code to get your free box of SFUELS bars. So that's SFUELS to 44222. Today's coach in the spotlight is coach Stephen Brands, a next-level triathlon. They've proved their results year after year. Steve has personally guided athletes to an ITU Age Group World Championship, Ironman Hawaii, and has qualified over 20 athletes to the 70.3 World Championships. Steve isn't your traditional multi-sport coach. He's a full-time endurance coach who works with athletes remotely as well as athletes in a DTE in Madison, Wisconsin. Steve is also one of a few coaches in the USA T-High Performance Mentorship Coaching Program where he gets to work with the select high-performance athletes in the USAT CRP program. In 2015, Steve was selected to run a week-long CAM tri-camp in Trinidad and Grenada, where he was responsible for working with their top athletes, as well as educating their coaches on proper racing, training, and season preparation. Some of Steve's athletes have won an ITU Age Group World Championship, won multiple USAT Age Group National Championships, won USAT Duathlon National Championships, podiumed at the 2016 Ironman World Championships, have run sub-three-hour marathon during the Ironman, and qualified athletes to Ironman and 70.3 World Championships. If you'd like to find out more about Steve and Next Level Triathlon, all you need to do is head over to theconaedge.com forward slash coaching or click through to nextleveltriathlon.org. All the details on that website, okay? That's theconaedge.com forward slash coaching. And if you are a coach or have a coaching business and you'd like to be featured here on the Cone Edge, all you need to do is head over to that exact webpage. It's theconaedge.com forward slash coaching. Back to Dallas, Texas we go now. Ben Fuquay joins us. Ben, you, you mentioned to me in our first chat that one of the, the sort of 
big improvements you made was doubling down on your nutrition and, and really yeah. dialing it in and, and, and not being really pedantic about it, but just being a lot better about it. Tell, tell me a little right. bit about, about, about that. Yeah, I think, you know, with my just everyday food consumption, um, I never diet and I never get on a specific diet or like, you know, low carb or high fat or anything like that. I just try to have a really well-balanced diet. Uh, I try to eat a lot of vegetables. I try to eat a lot of fruit, a lot of water, um, a lot of clean protein, eggs, chicken, um, not a lot of sauces and salt and um, not a lot of plastic packaging as far as what I'm buying at the store. Um, and, but then, you know, I also try to have that fun, eat whatever I want on the weekends with my friends and balance that out. Um, but I think, you know, with, with the food I'm eating, I just try to be balanced, try to be smart and not take it too seriously, but, but also keep it in that realm of, of being pretty healthy. I mean, the truth of the matter is it's not rocket science to eat well. Uh, I mean, yeah. if, if it's, if it's coming, I, I, the way I approach it and, and by the sounds of it, you, you pretty similar is it. If it comes in in plastic or if it comes in a box, generally it's probably not as good as it would be if it grew or or came out of the ground or or something like that. So it's just, it's common sense. But a lot of people, I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things lacking in the world today is common sense, unfortunately. Right, I agree. Ben, as as far as race day nutrition goes, I mean, how do you approach your your nutrition from a a racing perspective? And obviously you do the work in in training to to make sure you've got what, what works for you. Yeah, I think uh, interesting. Interesting enough, uh, I have the same meal that I eat before races, um, and it's different. But I eat breakfast for dinner the night before. I have pancakes and bacon and eggs, um, and I have found that works for me really well because I love breakfast. I love all of those items, <laughs> and uh, it always looks good and tastes good. And I always want to eat it. Um, I've run into trouble in the past. You know, you try to do the pasta thing or whatever. And I just couldn't get it down because I wasn't really excited to eat it. And so uh, I tried doing breakfast for dinner on a friend's recommendation and had a great race the next day. And it's been that way ever since. Uh, It's also really high in calories and kind of tops off the tank the night before. Um, But then as far as morning of, I I have... uh, same kind of that same concept. I, I try to eat something that is always good, uh, and I eat two big blueberry muffins, uh, and then just try to drink water and electrolytes. But during races, I go straight liquid calories, and that has worked really, really well for me. The whole way through, whole way through, I do all liquid calories. That's interesting. I mean, from from a gut perspective, uh, I mean, any any sort of issues GI wise, or or not really. No, and kind of the opposite, or before I did the all liquid calories during racing, I did have a lot of gas and a lot of cramping. And, uh, you know, I was doing bars and waffles and gels and, you know, gummies and different products that, you know, a lot of other people use and don't have problems. Uh, But I was having issues where it was distracting and it was taking away from me racing. Uh, And then I kind of had that same experience where on a friend's recommendation, I went all liquid calories one race and just had zero issues it was it was kind of the thing where after the race i did i realized afterwards that hey i didn't have any issues today Mm. uh, because i didn't even think about it so ever since then i've been all liquid calories before during and uh it's been great that's incredible from a product perspective what do you use um 
Well, I'm on Team Everyman Jack, and so we're sponsored by Goo. And so I use a lot of their products. I also use some first endurance products uh, as far as their mixes. Uh, and I use it, both of those things in training and in racing. And I use the same stuff when I train as when I race. And uh, it's been good on my stomach um, and it doesn't tear me up after the race. Uh, and it's been really great. From a, from a recovery nutrition perspective, is there anything particularly you do after training or, or after races? Yeah, I, after every single training um, session I do, whether it's weights or swimming, biking, running, I always uh, make myself like a protein shake. Uh, and I try to, you know, you get the mixture of the protein powder, but um, I always put like a banana and some almonds and some coconut water, uh, just trying to get a well-balanced recovery shake. Uh, and like I said, I do that whether it's a 30-minute workout or a five-hour workout um, just to try to get some protein in my body right away for recovery. Um, but then, you know, as far as recovery in diet besides that, it's just that well-rounded diet. I don't try to eat more protein or whatever. I just try to eat those good, clean, healthy foods as much as possible. And what's your sort of craving after an Ironman? What, what's the go-to after, after a really tough race? Man, uh, well, I'll tell you this. I did Ironman Buffalo Springs 70.3 a couple weeks ago, and I drove straight to Whataburger, which is like a big <laughs> burger chain here in, in Texas, and I got a huge bacon cheeseburger, fries, and a milkshake. So usually it's, fr it's some kind of burger and fries and ice cream or a milkshake um, or a cold beer or something like that. But uh, uh, I usually wait a couple hours because I'm usually a little – little tore up after a race but a couple hours later i'm i'm ripping and ready to eat something greasy and delicious gotta have some bacon in it bacon for the win right bacon for the win every time <laughs> ben it's been awesome catching up thanks for you for your time here on the cone edge much appreciated yeah thank you for having me Well, as you heard at the top of this episode of the Kona Edge, it is brought to you by S Fuels. And uh, for far too long, uh, high carbohydrate drinks and gels and bars have dominated uh, the endurance uh, sporting scene. S Fuels bars recently launched in the running space, uh, and the response has been phenomenal. Last week here on the podcast, we caught up with uh, Dr. Daniel Plews, who's in Auckland, New Zealand, uh, to talk about why low-carb, high-fat. And he joins us once again today. Dan, welcome back onto the Kona Edge. Thanks for, for joining us today. Great. So this is my third time back. Does that make me? That makes me. That makes me the highest by far, doesn't it? Uh, alumni, you, you're almost part of part of the furniture. Dan, let's let's talk. Last week we spoke a little bit about uh, why LCHF, and today I wanted to talk about going long. And uh, a lot of people are concerned about running out of fuel, particularly when doing an Ironman triathlon. The it's actually a. I mean, LCHF is is almost built. Low carb, high fat's almost built for going long. Yeah, so I think I touched a bit of um, bit on this last week, um, and I'll just go over it. So, like when it comes, this is one of the reasons that really, as a physiologist, for sure, for sure, it's always quite confusing when you know you people can go out, and I could do the same. Is you go out on your long rides or your long runs, and suddenly you get an hour from home, and you're absolutely out of energy, and you literally can't, you know, you really can't turn the pedals or put another foot forward. And it really never made sense because I knew full well that in terms of fat, even the very skinniest and leanest of individuals will have about 40,000 calories worth of fat on their body 
um, so, so that it can be used as used as a fuel source. In, and in comparison to that, we've only got like twenty thousand grams um, calories of carbohydrate. So the problem comes is that people can't actually access the the fat source or oxidize it at a high enough rate. So <clears throat> what we're doing with the LCHF approach is that we're actually teaching our body to oxidize fat at a really high rate. And I've seen some, like, so for me, for example, I can oxidize fat at a rate of 1.5 grams per minute. So even at 300 watts of power, which is way above what I would ever do an Ironman at, um, I'm still just over 50% of my um, fuel is coming from fat. So to when I'm, you can imagine down at Ironman type of power, which would be 260, 270 watts, it's nearly, you know, it's 80, 80 85, 90% of my, my um, energies would be coming from fat, which is obviously massively advantageous because that is a more of an infinite fuel source that's not actually going to run out as easily. Dan, one of the the best ways that I've heard it described is is almost comparing your body to a, a stove or, or a, a fire, essentially. Like a and and if you're fueling on carbs, it's almost like it's paper that's burning, so it's really bright and it burns fast, and you get lots of energy. But when you when you fueling on fat, the the LCHF, it's almost like this this big log that takes a bit of time to get going, but once it's going, it smolders and just keeps burning all day. Is that a a, a pretty good assessment of or a description of 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 racing and and training the two two different ways. Yeah, I guess it's it, it is a good description, but I, I think one of the main ones that always sticks with me is someone once told me that taking the LCHF approach to ultra endurance and Ironman, it's a bit like so athletes who are on more of the the higher carbohydrate approach, so a bit like a say a, they're a fuel tanker who's who's going who's actually going to all the petrol stations along a highway and they're um filling you know they've got a big fuel of a big tanker of fuel that they're actually using to fill up all the petrol stations for the for the service but regardless of that massive tank of fuel at the back of the tanker that petrol the the engine itself the thing that's mobile that's that's carrying the fuel will have to um will still have to fill up itself with fuel on the way despite the fact that it has a load of uh, of other fuel in a big tanker on the back. So what you're actually doing in a low-carb approach is that you're theoretically, you're just getting a big hose and you're sticking it from the big fuel tanker into your engine. And that means that you can keep on going for, for longer rather than just running out of energy all the time and having to refill, which is what you see in, you know, all these, um, a lot of ultra-endurance and Ironman guys are really having to cram in 90 grams of cars per hour to try and keep on top of things um, because they just keep, the tank the tank keeps running out. But, um Whereas what they just can't do is access that big fuel tanker on the back, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Then one of the, the big issues, uh, people, w- when they first switch to low-carb, high-fat, is they start thinking, oh, what do I need to, what do I need to fuel on? Because they're, they're in this mindset of you've got to keep topping up like you would with, with carbohydrates. But, but obviously that changes the way you fuel during training and racing a lot when you're on LCHF. But I want to save that for the next two weeks. So next week we'll chat a little bit about uh, fueling for training and then fueling for racing uh, when it comes to LCHF. And uh, you You've, uh, have tried out the S Fuels bars. Uh, they sponsored today's episode of the Cone Edge. And if uh, 
you'd like to try out those bars, all you need to do is head over to the KonaEdge.com forward slash SFuels, that's S-F-U-E-L-S, or simply text the word SFuels, S-F-U-E-L-S, to 44222. And if you're in the United States, uh, they'll send you a free box. They'll even cover the shipping. We are running out. There aren't too many boxes left, so uh, get on there now, okay? That's SFuels to 44222. Dan, as always, great to catch up. I look forward to, to chatting a little bit about fueling for training next time. Awesome. Thanks, Brad. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for the Kona Edge. 